I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater maker, and I am also an introvert. I'm Phil Rickaby, and I am a writer and performer, and I am also an introvert, and this is The Introvert's Guide to... If you want to drop us a line, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast, make sure to go to Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment or rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find this show. But even better, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide too, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone we know told us about them. So here's a question for you. Okay. And and this is to get serious. Mm-hmm. Um how how are you with confrontation? I'm a hit or a miss when it comes to confrontation. So because I have this this anxious need to, I, I just, I, I mean, like anyone else, I don't like being in trouble. Mm-hmm. But I actually have an anxious reaction to it. So I immediately get nauseous. I can feel my blood like start to boil a bit. And I, I can feel myself getting shaky and nervous Mm-hmm. Other times, the, I mean, so yeah, I mean, it really depends on the situation to get that nervous and anxious reaction. But the other times, I'm I'm very okay. Why don't we all just take a deep breath, mm-hmm. relax, and then we'll we're just going to talk it out right now. So I can go either either way. I can go, I can focus, or I can run away. I'm a fight or flight person. I, I can't decide actually. It, so you don't you don't necessarily go either way. I don't necessarily go either way. It will depend. Mm. What about you though? What about you? I will go to extraordinary lengths to avoid a confrontation. <laughs> Ooh, like what? Like what? Oh, like I will do. Like so. Let's say that, and this has happened before. So you know, you know, I know that my partner is. is you know, in the past, I don't have one right now, but you know, I, mm-hmm. I have, I know that my partner is, is annoyed with me mm-hmm. or angry. I've done something, I don't know, whatever. And so, um, I do my best so that we don't have to address that. We don't have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I will, oh, like if I think that there might be, like if their body language is shifting, I might do, I might yawn, you know, oh, oh, suddenly so tired, you know, <laughs> um, I might uh, uh, go to the washroom. I might you know, whatever, and then and then after an, uh, an appropriate amount of time has has passed, you know, these are moments that are often spent in silence. Mm-hmm. Um, I will attempt to change the subject and then like try to like talk as though nothing ever happened. Okay, all right. I and know so- it's terrible. It is terrible because then these things don't actually get addressed. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I know, I know you weren't, but and you were, you were kindly, kind enough to try to let me off the hook. But I know, I know that it's not, it's not good and it's not healthy. Have you, have you done anything to combat that? Have you, have you taken, you know, approaches to actually be the first one to jump into confrontation? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 
no, Jess, Jess, I'm I'm like the 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 king of of avoiding a confrontation. I um, really, I know, I know. It actually, wow. it, it, it's actually a problem because you know when I'm writing, mm-hmm. it's like when I write stuff, I actually have the most trouble with confrontations. Well, absolutely. I mean, that's where we get a lot of the drama from, right? That's right. I, I, yeah. But since I don't like confrontation, I. I am not. I have difficulty writing the confrontation itself. Oh, so it's like, yeah, I know. And so that's like a writing challenge that I yeah. that, that, that becomes an issue. But in my personal life, I have. I I literally like. I just. I don't know what it is. Like I get. Yeah. So anxious about about like if I and it it comes like maybe it is not. It's not even a fight. It's not an argument. It's just like this person is upset with me, mm-hmm. and. I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, now how would you relate that with being an introvert? Do you think there's any sort of correlation between the two or do you find that a problem or confrontation can actually just span over introverts and extroverts? That's a great question because I can only come at it from from my perspective. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it is specifically an introvert thing. However, um I think because sometimes these kinds of confrontations can end up in an argument, mm-hmm. introverts for the most part prefer to think and then speak. Yeah. Which becomes a problem in an argument often. Mm-hmm. My, like for me, I, I would need to be like, they say their thing and I'd be like, I need five minutes and then go away and like come back and be like, all right, so here's what I think. But it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. For the most part, you end up having to have that discussion right there. And so whatever you say becomes the thing that 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 happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, everyone's different. I mean, you know, and especially something I just want to punctuate here for this episode is extroverts are capable of avoiding confrontation or diving right into it. Absolutely. And, and that's something that, you know, maybe this episode, they can take away something from this as well, even though this is mostly an introvert discussion. Um, but I do find that introverts have a little bit more of an anxiety approaching mm-hmm. a confrontation just because yeah. we've already sorted out so much in our heads and having to, there's a necessity to explain and having to give your whole thought process over into an uncomfortable situation, it's not an easy one. And I no. find that that's where a lot of the freeze up can happen when, you know, when it comes to actually talking about how we feel. Because personally for me, I, I bottle my emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to confront anybody. I don't like to be confronted. When, when so, I mean, because normally for me, like if I am – if if I sense that somebody is, is let's say, you know, let's say a partner, because that's often where these confrontations sometimes happen or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, like, uh, or in a friend group, if I think, if I sense that somebody is, is upset with me, mm-hmm. um, that causes me more, like, that causes me a lot of stress, right? Um, and I might, I might hide out. Mm-hmm. Um, I might, I might be like, all right, so I'm not getting together with anybody this weekend, you know, um, or, you know, and maybe next weekend, everything will be fine, but because, because we've given some time around it. Yeah. Um, but if I'm upset, um, 
I also am not like looking for confrontation. I know some people who are like, if they're upset with something, they just bring it up. Those people are, I respect, I, I can, I, I respect those people. Yeah. They blow me away with the ability to be able to do that. I, I, I actually rather envious. Absolutely. Me too. Because mm-hmm. if I am, if, if, if I'm upset with somebody, mm-hmm. I have a tendency to, to worry about how they're going to respond to me being upset. Mm-hmm. Um, what does this mean for our relationship? What does this mean? So I end up for the most part, like just bottling it up and mm-hmm. not dealing with it. Yeah. Wondering if it's even worth it to get into it and yeah, it'll blow over. And Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, you, now, I just, I mean, we've, we've, we've talked about your, you know, you have this, this, this relatively new marriage that is part of a long-term relationship. Yes. Have you and Steve come up with ground, like, do you have ground rules for disagreements or things like that? Or do you, you know, have you worked you, that out? We have actually. Okay. So we, before we got married, we went to this marriage prep course and it was amazing. It was so eye-opening and we had lots of wonderful discussions, tips and tricks on moving through the marriage. And one of them, one of these tips was how to work through conflict. And one of the biggest pieces of advice we got is try your best to remove the emotion out of it and just say exactly what's on your mind, but be as respectful as possible. And the person who is receiving it has to repeat it back, Mm -hmm. not defend themselves, not say they're sorry, but they have to repeat it because they're they're forced to abs- absorb what they just took in. They have to take it in. And that's where the real discussion can come from. So with that being said, like Steve and I already, we, we don't, I don't, this isn't meant to sound braggy, but we don't fight that often. We actually are really good with talking things out as it is. Mm-hmm. But there have been times where we have had conflict and I, you know, I always feel bad coming to him and telling him something. And I know he gets nervous, like wanting to tell if I've done something, but it's definitely one of those things where, because we are married, I mean, this is, you know, till death do us part, we really do have to figure that out ahead of time because we can't kill each other. (laughs) These, that, 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 that suggestion of, of, hearing what the other person is saying and repeating it back without defending yourself. Mm -hmm. It sounds like one of those things that is really great in theory, Mm -hmm. but how do you practice that so that when emotions are high as they are in a confrontation Mm -hmm. that you can follow through on that and not fall into whichever of the poor, like either an argument or avoiding, like, how do you practice that? Well, I mean, okay, well we did, we did have to do a practice role play obviously just to get the hang of it. But when we did use it in a real life situation, it was so hard because, you know, you, you do want to defend yourself. You know, it's, you want to do the whole, well, you know, I'm sorry you felt that way. But that's not what it was. And so there have been times where you know, I've had to walk away, take you know a couple of minutes just to breathe and think about what I need to say. But then when I remember, you know, the more upset I'm getting about it, the more my judgment is getting fogged and, and my anxiety is coming into this. So mm. the best that I could do was just at least do the first, at least take that first step in repeating it back. Right. A conversation should happen. It doesn't just end after that that one little blip. Oh, there you go. You're right. Absolutely. I'm sorry. 
a discussion needs to happen. So even if it's okay, I'm going to repeat back what he said. Now I'm going to get, now I'm going to say it and you have to do the exact same. It's got to go both ways. Right. But full stop, an apology does need to happen by the end of it. Right. I mean, him and I are good with not going to bed angry as well. So I do think that is, that is one of those things that that people say in a relationship that's super important. Don't go to bed Mm -hmm. angry. In, 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 in my last five year relationship, I like, we didn't ever, we never went to bed angry. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes I avoided like resolving the issue, but we didn't go to bed angry. I I, listen. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) You don't need me scolding you, I guess. No, Jess. Jess, I mean, if you wish to, you may, but I know Jess that I know that (laughs) this was not healthy behavior. Okay. And that as a mature gentleman, I should be able to um, deal with this kind of thing in a, in a more, uh, adult fashion. Absolutely. Absolutely. But somehow when I feel, and here's the thing, somehow when I feel like my partner or somebody else is angry with me, mm-hmm. suddenly I am a child <laughs> whose parent is angry at them oh. and they just want to make that stop by being a clown or being like cute or whatever it is that that, that child wants to do. And and yeah. so uh, uh, that's, that's somehow that, and I don't know why, but that's like, that's where I go. And I just want to make that negative emotion go away of rather course. than deal with it. Yeah. Don't we all? Oh <laughs> yeah. How, okay. Question. Mm-hmm. How, what was the longest you went avoiding conflict? Is there something you remember where it was like an outlandish amount of time? And I know this will vary, but I just want to know. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if I have like an outlandish amount of time. It's more like, mm-hmm. no, it's it's not like, cause it never, never days because that would mean that uh, we'd, uh, we would have uh, um, gone to bed uh, uh, angry, mm-hmm. maybe several hours. Okay. All right. That's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just because, you know, at some point during those hours, I felt like everything was okay because I made that person laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That, that means, that means the conflict is over, right? We both laughed. Everything's fine now. Oh, Phil. I'm, I'm demonstrating such terrible behavior and such terrible, like. (sighs) That's okay. You know, we all learn and you know, how about I make you feel better? How about I make you feel better? Isn't that what I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Let me feel That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Please. Yeah. Okay. So do you remember our canceling plans episode when I told you about the, the most strange messed up excuse I ever gave to not go to. Okay. I do. Okay. Just for the record, Mm -hmm. we all remember. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, no one will ever forget that one. (laughs) Okay. The friend who was throwing that party got mad at me one time and I avoided it for two months. Two months? Two months. We went to separate schools. I just was not texting as often as I should. And I may or may not have avoided an email or two. Wow. And... And that, that is the most, that, that's the most 
I have ever gone with the longest I have gone with avoiding. So wow, there you go. Does that make you feel better? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel like how long ago was that for you? Oh, that was more than five years ago. I've grown up since yeah, then. Yeah, I feel quite like a bit. My last instance of, of that sort of thing was maybe like like two years ago. Okay. So, yeah. And and again, I'm supposed to be a grown up. Supposed as they say. to I be. Know, I'm supposed to be a grown up. Yeah. So how do you like when you feel? Let's let's because let, there's two. There's let's take a look at, at at two sides of a conflict. Okay. Um, when you feel like somebody is upset with you mm-hmm. and they need they're they're going to want to have words with you for sure how do you react to that i have to put my pride down immediately and remember to listen be respectful and to not interrupt that is immediately the first things that pop into my head but that doesn't mean it's going to happen yeah it just, it's the, okay, this is going to happen no matter what. You got to mm-hmm. get it over with. You got to be yeah. an adult about this and be a kind person. Right. I have gotten a lot better than how I used to be. I'm a lot easier to talk to about confrontation. I'd like to think. Um, but yeah, I always feel awful. As soon as someone has like a problem, I, would ju- I just want to close up. I do. Yeah. I want to do the same thing. Yeah. I don't like it. It's funny because, you know, I've always been sort of like empathetic. So Mm -hmm. if it's like that person doesn't need to say they're upset, Mm -hmm. they'll like walk into a room and I, and I feel like a wash of like this person is upset. And so I'm, I'm hyper aware of it. Mm -hmm. And I, sometimes it's like, you have that moment of like, are they mad at me? Are they mad about work? Are they like, what's going on here? I don't know. Um, And then once you figure it out, if it's like at you, then, and then like, Oh, fight or flight. And like mostly yeah. flight. Like for me, I'm flight in that mm-hmm. situation. Uh, I'm mostly, I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit of fight. Yeah. Like again, I, I felt, I used to be pretty bad. I, the defenses would go up and then it would be the, well, you did this. Mm. And that's, and that is totally not a good way to handle a situation. It just makes things worse. Um, so yeah, definitely. I mean, I would rather almost be a flight because then you hurt <laughs> less people's feelings. <laughs> yeah. But I mean that, but you're also not dealing with, with the issue. That's true. That's right. Very so true. you're avoiding the issue. And so it just mm-hmm. sort of becomes more, it just stays there. Yeah. And it just like goes, you just, you know, you push it, you push it down deep and one day these things come out. For sure. Now, how do we get into confrontation when we're the ones that need to bring something up um i don't know about you <laughs> but i continue to avoid it as much as possible oh for goodness sake. i know i know Bill. <laughs> i don't know if i have ever heard you as frustrated with me <laughs> as you are on this topic oh my gosh you know what? <laughs> I'm, I am not saying that mm-hmm. that my avoidance of confrontation is at all healthy or wise. And you know what? Because of that, I know mm-hmm. that in my future relationships, I mm-hmm. need to be better. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. But <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to be getting messages from you. It'll be great. <laughs> Jess, it's happened. <laughs> I am confronting. 
Yes, I will say it just like that. I am confronting. Yes. <laughs> Are you proud of me? And I will be. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, on the other side, when you're the one who's upset at, at somebody, mm-hmm. um, what do you do? Um, okay, so I the one unhealthy thing that I do is I want to talk about it via text, and that is not healthy. It should be face to face or it should be at the very at the very least on the phone but not over text i mean that's doing it over text is more cowardly and it's definitely more not really wanting to face it and you're you're allowing yourself to get away from it in a way you're not taking full responsibility so when i do want to confront somebody I have to force myself to do it on the phone or ask that person, Hey, listen, do you mind if we just like get together for something and like just talk? And because that person ha- it deserves a little bit more of a chance to explain themselves. I deserve, you know, I, I deserve, a, you know, respect and conversation. So does that mm-hmm. other person. And I think by initiating it that way, um, I feel like a little bit more closure comes from the situation. Now, as an introvert, wanting to call somebody, as we've heard, <laughs> as we've heard from the last episode uh, of, of phone anxiety, and having to organize get together, you know, getting together with someone, it's not exactly on my to do list. And I'm more, I, I'm more um, wanting, I'm more willing to just let it go than do mm. any of that. One of the problems with texting, though, the problem with with any form of textual communication is that you cannot set tone Mm -hmm. with text. It's very difficult to do that. And so for the most part, uh, I've encountered situations where uh, somebody types something Mm -hmm. and then the recipient of that message reads it in a way that was unintended, reflecting their own what they think that person is, how they think that person is going to react. And so they read their own tone into the words. Oh yeah. That absolutely. Are being written. And that's the danger with text is that you're not necessarily conveying tone unless you're using a ton of cleverly placed emojis and gifts, in which case that doesn't seem like a confrontation. Like that's not. Yeah. That yeah. still doesn't seem like a healthy way to deal with it. No. So as an introvert, yes, it takes a lot more energy, I think to, organizing the time to deal with your conflict and I don't care how clever the like you said I don't care how clever it is it can easily get misconstrued make it 10 times worse and you know again that person's owed the conversation yeah yeah there's a there's a lead into confrontation that I think is the worst and we we sort of like it it came up in our phone anxiety conversation mm-hmm. and it's a simple phrase oh it's no. a simple phrase it that um, you might get via text or an email or something like that. And it is just, we need to talk. <gasps> oh, right. Oh, my throat closed over. I know. It's like, the, <sighs> like, uh, and you know, yeah. I've, I've received that the, 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 we need to talk text. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, why? Like you could say, we Maybe. need to talk. There's like uh, half of that sentence is missing. We need to talk about. 
as soon as I get that, I just immediately, my response is, may, may I know what it is in regards to? <laughs> I know. Why would you do this to me? I don't know. Like that, those kinds of messages that are just like that, the, like we need to talk which yeah. is like, it's just like as, as somebody who might have even the slightest bit of anxiety is just like, it explodes in possibility. And it might just be, we need to talk about the tax return I just received or something like that. You know, it's like, I, we yeah. need to talk about the fact that I got a cat, you know, whatever it is we like, these are like, that is those are full sentences, but we need to talk period is like, I don't know. There's like, I'm on the chopping block and there is a, a, an ax over my neck. That's what that feels like. That's what that sentence feels like. I know I'm sweating so much. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jess. I'm sorry. No, why would you do that to me? <laughs> but that phrase is often a lead in to a, conf- a, a confrontation conversation. Right? Absolutely. And especially when someone like, if you even hear it in person, this you know, you can always hear it in their voice. Hey, do you want to talk? Do you have a minute? Can we talk oh. for a second? Oh, no, 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 we can't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I as soon as I hear that, I know I'm in trouble. I don't want to talk about it. And yet I'm a little masochistic. So I'll just jump right into it and be like, you know what? Just call me right now. Let's figure this out. Get it over with. If I'm at work and somebody says, do you have a sec? I'm like, yeah, I do. If I'm at home <laughs> and I get a, do you have a sec? I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm far too busy. I- <laughs> it's like somebody comes into the room and they're like, do you have a sec? And you know that there's like some kind of uncomfortable conversation coming because if they actually had just like sat down and said, so dishes and you'd be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like so when they go when you have a sec, you know they planned out a whole speech. Oh sure. Yeah, and you know that they were thinking about you that whole time. I don't like that. No, and stewing. And I mean and and, oh. and, and listen, if you I'm just gonna say this, just just and this is basically a message for the world. Mm-hmm. Don't say we need to talk or do you have a sec? Yes, please don't. Just say the thing, like sit down across from the person and say, so the dishes or whatever it is. Um, Just don't send that text that says we need to talk, period. If you need to say something like that, make sure that you finish the sentence and say what we're talking about. Don't be sadistic. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so rude. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I think many have done it. I have done it. You I have, have done, done it. it. I've you, done it. We've all done it. You may have. I've done it. Yes, come on. <laughs> I've done it. But like, it's the kind of thing you do it, and then you get a, we need to talk, and you're like, oh. So interestingly enough, I asked in social. So I was like asked on all of the social media, all the social media channels, I asked, you know, about like, you know, what's, do you, how do you feel about confrontation? How do you, have you tried to avoid it? This sort of thing. And we got one response from Karen. Oh, the rest of the introverts just fled for the hills. Oh my God. We said confrontation. Everybody was like, they're yep, gone. Done. It was Crickets. so either that, or they were like, um, I'm afraid that if I say anything, that's going to lead to a confrontation. And so I'm not <laughs> going to say anything, which is fair 
because yeah. when we decided to do this this topic, I kind of like my palms sweat a little just like writing confrontation into the into into the document we used to track this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Kieran said in the past, I would hold everything in until I exploded, often in tears. Sometimes I would just write my thoughts in a note. But yeah, when I was younger, I was all trying to talk through tears but by writing. I couldn't express anything the moment I felt it or in a direct way. It was too much. Then I had a boyfriend who taught me it was safe to fight, to yell, and I learned slowly that I could say how I feel in the moment. So I try to practice that now. But it took a lot of tears and journal entries to understand myself well enough to be able to access the feelings through the fear in real time. Hmm. Okay, yeah. So working through quite a bit of trust there. It's hard to confront somebody or to be involved mm-hmm. in a confrontation. There, ne- I think it's possible to do it, but somehow I think when we're afraid of it in those instances, maybe we're just for the briefest second, not trusting the person that we're speaking to. No, it's very true. And you're giving the the conflict more power than it needs. You you need to give yourself that power, that sense of empowerment. And you need to remember that you are worthy of expressing yourself. And so is the other person. And so is the recipient. Yeah. Uh, and it it's absolutely comes right down to respect because conflict is going to happen no matter what. Can't get away from it. It happens introverts and extroverts, but it's the way we deal with it that really is character defining. And it it builds you up to be a way stronger person in the end. But it's hard. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Oh, for sure. But it's it's interesting because I think now that now that reading reading Kieran's thing, I think there is a lot about trust in those confrontations. Like Mm -hmm. and I it hadn't struck me before how much it, the importance of trust uh, to be able to safely be involved in a confrontation. Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, a lot of people, well, I don't want to generalize by saying that, but, you know, quite a few people go through some pretty toxic conflict and it borders and it will be, you know, it can be traumatic, can actually become abusive. Yes. And it makes conflict that much harder that we don't see that it actually is a trust issue. And that's what can lead to some unhealthy coping mechanisms. Shall we go to the internet? Was it helpful? I actually, there's, before we get into, there were some, a couple of, a couple of things that I want to discuss, but before we get to those articles, Mm -hmm. I discovered, so, you know, a couple of times I've mentioned the introvert subreddit. Yes. Of course, it never occurred to me that there would be one for extroverts. But of course there is. But they have the whole internet. Yeah, I know. But they have they have a subreddit for them to discuss being extroverts. And here's an here's one that I found, and I will uh, post that in the show notes. Okay. And the it's extroverts and dealing with introverted conflict avoidance. Oh. Does anyone have experience with whether with this, whether friends or romantically, I know introverts tend to have an aversion to confrontation and conflict and may sometimes disappear or avoid it entirely if they feel uncomfortable. It's interesting because this subreddit makes me feel like I'm peering in behind the curtain on the extroverts. <laughs> and as often as we're like, what is it with the extroverts? They're like, what is it with the introverts? 
Um, and so they're like, this is a thing that they talk about as well. And I wanted yeah. to point that out. For sure. Introvert Spring had an article about introverts and conflict in general. Mm-hmm. I'd said, I've discovered that introverts are actually at an advantage during disagreements because of our economy of words approach to communication. Mm-hmm. It only takes a few words to express your emotions and diffuse tension. Simply saying, I feel, insert feeling here, and I do not like feeling this way, is very effective. As introverts, we should never stay quiet if someone violates our dignity or just makes us feel bad. When we hide from conflict, we cover up our true thoughts and emotions. We might avoid an argument, but we also prevent the deeper connection that can result from open and honest communication. I'm sorry. I know I've been bad at this. Wow. Bill, <laughs> was that written for you? It's like it was written for me. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was really actually well said. Yeah, it's this this article is is like basically pointing a finger at me. So, yes. <laughs> do you feel a little attacked? I feel a little attacked, justifiably so. Sometimes when I feel a little attacked, I'm like, no, that's not right. But actually, right now, no, absolutely, absolutely. That's <laughs> they true. saw you. They they saw me and they came for me. That's that's the way it goes. <laughs> um, another one. There's a few options. Uh. uh on 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 quietrev.com an introvert's guide to managing conflict and i found this interesting so i'm going to go through a few of these things and you tell me what you think about each one okay number 1 take a break but come back as introverts we like to take breaks when we feel overstimulated that isn't a bad idea a break gives us the opportunity to reflect on the discussion and organize our thoughts however If we simply walk away when things get uncomfortable, we will never resolve the issue. Show consideration for the other person by saying, can we take a five-minute timeout? I just need a short break, and then we can continue talking. I 100% agree. As I've said earlier, I take maybe 15 minutes to just walk away, take a breather, collect my thoughts, relax, get the tension down. And then when I come back, I find I'm a lot more productive and clear and I don't feel ready to attack. That does require though that the person that you are having a conflict with is respectful enough to allow you that time. Exactly. That's the only other thing. But that that's where that trust issue comes in. Exactly. Right? Exactly. We have to and we have to, you know, the person that has to hear, can we take a 15 minute, the recipient of that needs to understand that that's what that person needs to get through this piece of conflict. And that 15 minutes would probably do them good too, right? Yeah. Just to take a minute and yeah, absolutely. Breaks. Agree. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Number two, listen with empathy. Most introverts have a hidden strength. We're great listeners. This skill can be an immense asset when it comes to resolving conflict. Allow the other person to talk with minimal interruption and rephrase what they've said to demonstrate understanding while expressing empathy for their feelings. Remember, you can validate someone's feelings even if you don't agree with their point of view. I, yeah, empathy is quite the learned skill. Mm. This does actually, it sounds a little bit like what you were talking about at your course though. Mm-hmm. Uh, allow the it's other person true. to talk with minimal in- interruption and rephrase what they've said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, yeah, it is, it is hard, mm-hmm. but it is learned. For me, I know that, that when, when often when we are in a heated confrontation, we feel like mm-hmm. we need to defend ourselves. 
Oh, yeah. And so each person is trying to defend themselves. And that's often why these things escalate instead of instead of listening. So perhaps just listening is mm-hmm. the key. Yep. I'm taking notes, by the way. This is all being written down. <laughs> this, this, is like, this is like the Phil episode. It's like Phil needs help with this. Yes. This is – we're here for you. We're here for you. This is just for me, you guys. I mean, if you guys, if anybody out there does not have trouble with con- with with confrontation, or you're maybe listening to this thinking, well, at least I'm not as bad as Phil is, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. There you go. Um, number three, talk it out. Some introverts like talking about their feelings, while others decidedly do not. In any case, introverts tend to think deeply about these situations, considering the problem from several different angles. We may even play out entire discussions in our heads. Whether or not you feel like talking, chances are you have something to say. Communication is essential to working out disagreements, so it's best to speak up. Yes. Did you hear that, Phil? Yes. Yes. Yes, (laughs) Jess. I did. I heard that. I heard that. (laughs) Believe you know what it's funny because as I was taking these, it's like I was I was not actually thinking about me. It's only it's only I know, but it's only through our earlier conversation that I I truly realize how awful I am. Yeah, it really dawned on you. Yes, you're. Don't say you're awful. I I mean. How difficult I, I am. Can we say difficult? Okay, yes. Yeah, difficult okay. works. Okay. Difficult. How difficult I am. Yes. And the last one? Let it go. And this is hard. Mm-hmm. Introverts are thinkers, but thinking can easily turn into brooding if we aren't careful. We might read too deeply into an offhand remark or we'll think of another comment we wish we'd said. Discussion is a healthy way to deal with problems. Harping on an issue that's already been addressed is not. If the problem has been adequately resolved, let it go. Absolutely. Don't be casting things up. Don't bring it up in the future. Don't hold a record of wrongs. You have to let it go because that can actually cause an even bigger argument, I find. Especially if it's a repeat thing. Yeah. I find just saying, well, you did it again and again and again. I I find that actually doesn't help. It can make things worse. And, And I find just... And not exactly making a different approach every time, but just continually keeping up with, I don't, I don't know how, how I'm wording this really, but yeah, just don't cast up. Definitely let it go. It, it just makes things a lot easier for future conflict. At this point in the show, I would usually say, have we learned something? I'm going to say right away, I've learned a couple of things. <laughs> yep. Um, this is the, this is the, the, the Phil feels attacked episode. <laughs> this one was all about you. I didn't even realize how about me this was until we got started. But yeah. Um, what I, the, yes, I've learned a lot and I've learned a lot about, um, I think, it's the trust issue, right? Like if you trust mm-hmm. a person and they, in a relationship, you need to trust the person that you're in the relationship with. And if you don't trust them enough to allow a conflict, mm-hmm. then maybe what is that relationship doing? That's, <laughs> you know, like, question mark. <laughs> I know. Well, that's like, like, because if, 
you need to like to in order to be in conflict with somebody in in that kind of situation like i i you're upset with me and we need to discuss it then there needs to be that kind of trust so that you can trust each other enough to have a difficult conversation and know that once it's over we're going to be okay mhm yeah the the like and actually talking it out like obviously um, we need to have these, but the, there's some great tips. I think in the articles that we talked about in in the internet section, mm-hmm. they're definitely things that are are worthwhile and stuff. I mean, obviously, I have to work on this. Yes. Um, and uh, my future relationships depend upon it. Um, <laughs> I think. Um, so although it is hard, I need to get better at that aspect of confrontation. Absolutely. And you will thank yourself for it and your, your conversation partners will enjoy it too. Did you learn anything aside from the fact that I'm terrible? Well, that was a certain different side of you. I did not expect. Um, I can't say I'm mad, but I am a little disappointed. I'm sorry. I disappointed you, Jess. (laughs) Don't disappoint me. Oh, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so kidding. Um, but I think that was a really good point about the trust. That really was. And I think when that was something important for me to remember is that when someone is coming to me and telling me that I did something wrong, that person is really trusting me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I find that it's it's on me now as their loved one. Yeah to be respectful and to be there for them and to give that trust back to them by showing them that they can talk to me if I have done something. Yeah. Um, that was, that was really punctuated for me as well. Um, and letting it go, <laughs> stop letting it just simmer in my head, do something about it or write it down and move on. Yeah. But yeah, de- definitely let it go. 